1: Yet again, another episode of the Zone Boxing Show. Barack, I'm getting used to this. I think we should start doing two pods a week, buddy.
2: Uh, Am I getting ahead of myself? If that equated to two paychecks a week, paychecks? Yeah, yeah, but no, no, thank you, brother. <laughs> I hear you. Money you, you talks, listen, man. talking boxing is something that you know we love to do. That's why we got into this game. Literally, we would argue about fights for free. You know, so so this is this is great, man. I, I do this all day, man. I can't complain. It's a blessing. Still
1: need more money, but, but nevertheless, um <laughs> a lot to talk about, you know. April Fool's Day. It's not gonna be Why too much Why did you laughing. say April
2: Fool's? Why did <laughs> you just say that? There's I, not gonna, I, gonna there's be not a too shot much at
1: somebody. La- no, that's not a shot. Okay. That means that good there aren't there there isn't gonna be too much laughing that day. There's gonna be a lot of pain inflicted that day. That's my opinion. Yeah, on me. Anthony Pettis. <laughs> you know, or Anthony Pettis and Jermaine
2: Franklin and and Joshua. That's just a great fight. That, that's that's a good fight because I know Jermaine's not coming down. Oh, they'll be paid. For,
1: they'll be paid there too. will be Oh paying. yeah.
2: Well, Anthony Joshua punches like a mule kick. You know, like Mike Tyson would say.
1: Right. <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, we talked to the Legend himself, Roy Jones, about this last supposed fight. Let's see what he has to say. What's up, brother? How y'all doing? Great. Good, good, man. Always good to all see time you, man. No
3: see. Always good to see y'all. Likewise, another man, thank fight,
1: you. April 1st. is going down. I mean, let's let's jump right into it. I mean, look, uh, last every every time I see you, you always look in shape. You never look sloppy and, and out of shape. Uh, how often do you train? Like when even before this fight was presented, are you in the gym like every week? I'm in the gym all the time, more mentally than physically, because I
3: train fighters. Right. So my mental is always working, and with that being said, you know, you're going to get some rounds in sometime every now and then, but it wasn't like I was in the every day saying like I like to sing. Um, when the opportunity came along, it was like and my friends, they're like, man, we want to see this, we want to see that, and I didn't really want to do it, but when I started thinking about it, I said, you know, so many times in life, we listen to what people say we can't do instead of showing people what we can do, You know what I mean? and I thought about it, and it hit me, it was like, you know, I I had like rhabdo last year, and having rhabdo was really bad. And I wasn't even doing; that. I was working out for my own health. And got wow. rhabdo, and felt like I felt like I was about to die. And I wasn't about doing no fights. You feel wow. me? And then, that rhabdo had me like in you know, a bad way. So I was like, wait, wait, Whoa. I don't, I don't you know. know
1: what rhabdo is.
2: Can you? It, be it's the same that? same thing Virgil Ortiz had. That's crazy.
3: Oh. Yeah, rhabdo is bad. Rhabdo, I mean, it almost killed me like twice. I was like, what the freak? You know, I had never felt like that in my life. So uh, I was, and that was just working out, just getting at home, working out, call myself on, staying safe, you know. So I, I felt like, whoa. Right? I mean, and I didn't know if my body was gonna come back from it or not. So when I came back, I said, you know, when this opportunity came, I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go ahead and get in the gym, and start training. and See, if it doesn't happen because of that, because I wasn't doing boxing. I was doing more, more like something I never did before, with the weight training. And that's what caused it. But my body don't know that kind of training because I never did that except when I was in heavyweight. So my body don't know weight training. And I was going hard like I always do anything else, but I couldn't do it, so I must have overdone it. So I started at the boxing training and the boxing training was working out pretty good. So I said, you know what, if my body holds up and I don't have no problems, why not? I mean, what if the would have taking me out just trying to fight? I mean, just trying to work out, not, not trying to fight. So I could have almost died working out, not trying to fight, not even think about boxing. Then I was up to like 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 heavy as I'd ever been. So I was like, you know, if I'm gonna get down and wait, the good thing to do is challenge yourself and see if you have enough discipline to get down and wait. And I, you mm-hmm. know, people tell you you can do this, you can do that. They got this guy, they're taking out to get down. Whatever, I'm like we're I'm not doing any of that. You know what I mean? So if I get down and wait, if I can make the weight, then I do it. So I say, you know, here's a chance to challenge myself twice. See, can you get down and make the weight, with the 200 pounds for me? So I told I wasn't going to lower than 200, and see if you're about to hold up to a training camp. And so far, everything's been pretty good, bro. Yeah. Wow.
1: Mm.
2: It's crazy that you, you you speak about this because when Virgil Ortiz contracted um, rhabdomyolysis, people were thinking he was faking because they'd never heard no. of it before. So not it's not kind all of all good that you're thing. making this public so that people could yeah. say if Roy Jones says he has it, it's a real thing.
3: And Roy Jones almost died from it twice. Mm. That's how bad it was. I really thought I was gone. You understand? Two times. And it was from, like I said, I wasn't even about to fight. I was just working out for the hell of it. Call myself going, get my bicep back up, you know, get back right. I was going to call myself getting fired for the song. Nah. Wait, bro, wait how remember. long ago, how long ago did you feel any symptoms? It was, it was Father's Day last year when it happened and it hadn't stayed on me like about two months. You know, I, like right. I got to come for like two and a half, two and a half, maybe three months. Mm. But after that, I was pretty cool. So I haven't had any more symptoms lately. But right. that, for that for that little period, man, I was in bad shape. Bro. I, mean, I was in bad shape.
1: How oh, long that's ago, incredible. I mean, huh? how, how long has it been since you felt great, since that's you it. haven't felt that anymore? No, I, haven't said it, I haven't said it, like, four months
3: now, four or five months, maybe even six months. Okay. But but it happened to me the first time was Father's Day last year, and it stuck around probably about two months, you know what I mean, off and on. Got two you. Months. Okay,
2: well, I see you fight Anthony Pettis, but before that, I saw you doing a face-off with the guy that they call um, NDO Champ. Whatever happened yeah, with no, that fight?
3: No days, no days off. Of a, yeah, that's more of a um, that's more of a, uh, a metaverse, no, a metaverse fight. That's not uh, like that's not like a real actual fight. Fight. Oh wait a, minute, a wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute.
2: You guys weren't really gonna fight. It was gonna be. It was like, like a metaverse, the computer the, a metaverse fight. So it a, it's what? a metaverse. Fight.
3: I mean, we got we, we actually fight, but it's not like like uh, it's a fight. It's an but avatar. It's like it's an a, avatar. Yeah, it's like avatar. Yeah, we fight, but the avatars the not really fighting, But we, we are fighting. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, that's I I never heard of that.
3: That's crazy. Well, you know, I, like, you know, I love to be the person when they bought that, <laughs> you, know, first of you know, I'm gonna do it, you know what I'm saying? So I <laughs> right, that. Right, yeah. right, right,
1: that's cool. Right, so, so, how's uh, um, our guy? We just had him on a show when he was praising you, uh, game bred, uh, whole head master dog. Like, how was your first interaction with him and working with him for this event?
3: Man, it's always been good, man. He's always been a really good guy. He was telling me how much of a fan he was of mile throughout my whole career. And he just told me what it would mean to him if it been his first big show like this, if I would be the headliner. And that really meant more to me than anything. It's like, you know, God has ways of touching us that other people don't understand. When somebody right. telling me they want me to be the first to do something for real, and it comes from a guy that has that kind of love and respect for you, how can you tell a note? God right. knew that I couldn't tell a note. So I told him, I made. I said, hey, my body holds up and I don't have no issues anymore. Why not? So that's what ended up so far. We are we can going have weight. I've had no issues, so here you go.
2: Right, you know, Roy. I mean, you had like one of the best careers ever. You know, I always say if if they didn't take that fight with Montel Griffin away from you, then you would have been forty nine and zero after beating Tarver. You know, but do you ever look back and say, "Man, I wish I would have stopped after this fight"?
3: I say that, but I don't think I mean that because which I fight would it be? What have been after the heavyweight fight. I mm, there you go the, the best time to stop being because I, 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 I knew I was gonna probably sacrifice a bit going back down To like heavyweight because of so much uh, on my body So I knew that would probably mess me up for the long run, but you got to go out and make sure I wanted to go out and make sure I got every inch out of what God gave me that I could mm-hmm. and I did that so it's like for me I ain't gonna say I can regret nothing because That's the warrior that I am. I mean when yeah. I was coming up I was told that you fight to be the best you don't fight for the money you try to be the best. And that's yeah. who I was. So because I was programmed that way, you don't just turn that off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's impossible to turn that off. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think it's really turn it off. Honestly, it's death. Because mm-hmm. other than that, I w I won't be happy no other way. So it's like uh-huh. I'm not I'm not like some of the other guys, some of these new guys. I can't sleep at night in my prime knowing that somebody else is in my weight that's supposed to be as good as me. I can't rest well like that. I gotta go find out. So what was that camp like when you was going
2: from heavyweight, WBA heavyweight yeah. champion in the world to toggle.
3: Man, it was very difficult, bro. I had struggles every day trying to run, struggle trying to pull that muscle weight off because it wasn't fat, it was muscle weight. That right. muscle weight was a monster, you understand me? You yeah. lost that big yeah. old
2: bicep that you used to have yeah, for that particular I lost, fight? I
3: had to lose everything, you know what I mean? I lost everything. And, and But for me, I'm going to tell you why I'm glad I didn't stop it. For me, that first toggle fight was the first time people ever had to see me want to fight with my heart. Mm. They had never seen that before. Now, until mm. you see a man fight with his heart, you That's don't know true. what that man is. You know what I mean? So you can, you, you can say all you want to, you say all you want to, but where well, I'm mm-hmm. from, we believe, we believe in game bread. If you don't see yeah. a man show you at one point his heart, then you mm-hmm. ain't got yourself nothing because you don't know what'll happen if he gets in a situation and the ties are down. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? So that fight enabled people who didn't even know me or may have not even liked me to learn that this dude has everything it takes to have been necessary or to be on the top of a powerful power of all time, this this dude got a heart. Because I yeah. won that fight, strictly on a heart. Yes, I was yeah. better than him, yes, I was, but I didn't have the energy. I didn't yeah. have energy. Physically, physically really you wasn't with. there, you were dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. I was depleted, yeah. physically, I was depleted, and I beat yeah. him on heart. You know yeah. what I mean, that's something a lot of people can't say today that they show you a fight where they had to go out and show and win it on their heart, you understand. Yes. And for that, for me, that's one of the best fights of my whole career in my mind because that wow. gave people the chance to see a part of Roy Jones Jr. that they never saw before, and that they wasn't sure if
1: that even existed. <laughs> well, well, well not, not only that, there's so many things that you did that nobody ever saw before, right? Because Barack yeah. and I often talk to fighters, and one thing that always comes up—the first thing they say is, "Oh, when Roy was in his prime, there was." nobody better than him, nobody can beat him, nobody's ever been like him, right? So as a trainer, Roy, you teach this sport to young guys, but I often look and, and see some guys try to do what you do and emulate you, and it was something special that, you know, any person just can't do, you can't teach it. So as a trainer, how do you tell a guy, look, you can't do what I did. You know, it's God-given. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? Stop, I'm you big. <laughs> Stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, Stop, Pascal. So, so how,
1: how do you how do you do that and say, all right, let, let's work on this. You know what I'm saying? Some, some things are just pure. You're born with it, the athleticism.
3: Yeah. yeah. As a trainer, two things I do. The first thing I do is I make a person identify with their DNA. Mm. If you can't identify with your DNA, then I can't help you. So mm. we got to know who you are, who God puts you to be first. Mm. That comes before Amen. anything we do. Right. Once we figure out who God puts you to be, now how do we go about being the best person or the best that person that you can be? That's number two, right? Yeah. Number three is, I don't ever tell you you can't do anything. Because some of the things I did, nobody told me I could or couldn't. I didn't know. But God said I could, so I did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So That's a good I'm point. Coming, That's a good point. A person, I can't tell a person what they can't do, but yeah. I do tell them that there are risks that come with everything. The bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. But sometimes, if you're not a cheater, then you're not gonna be fast enough to get to that. So you yeah. might wanna leave that alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if but when cheater- when you see afterwards, after the fight, you can say, okay, you just can't do that. <laughs> All right, stop. Well, me. sometimes I tell them beforehand. <laughs> I tell him beforehand.
1: <laughs> yeah. Most times, tell them beforehand.
3: I, uh, I keep it real with them.
1: Yeah. How did you? How did he take that loss? Like, what what did you say to to Eubank Jr. after losing a uh, uh, to Liam Smith? What was the first thing you said? to
3: well. The first thing I said to him was, now we can move forward. Because mm-hmm. in training a couple of times, I told Chris, I said, you know, listen, brother. I said, sometimes you don't want to get that head shot up, you got to take that body shot over that head shot. And I never forget this because he told me one day, for well, me, I think it might be vice versa. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. I want to take the head shot. Well, I know he not, never been hurt, never been down before. but And I felt like he was on the elbow this time before he got caught. But still the elbow was in the head. And you never know what happens when you get hit in your head a certain way. And that's what I was—that's really what I was trying to tell him. Why, why are you going to give a body shot up as opposed to a head shot? A head shot that tears your head a certain way, I don't care how good how tough you are, it could cause that, yeah. And you don't know until after it happens. So take the body right. shot, you have to take that risk. But he had never been hurt before, so he didn't understand it. Now he oh, understands, wow. so now now we can proceed. And now you can understand when I say something. I'm not talking on the left side of my anus. I, I'm telling you something that I know. Right,
2: right, 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 right. So, right, <laughs> right. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's yeah. so that's so true. I mean, that's what you that's what you're there for. All right, so this particular fight, you said you was talked into it. Uh now everybody knows. All you gotta do is come to Roy and say, You're gonna be the first one to do it, Roy. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. You
3: don't know because ain't much ain't much left I can be the first <laughs> Yeah,
2: I got you. So so after this fight, after you beat Pettis, because boxing is different from MMA, obviously you're gonna win. That's it, right? Nobody else could come to
3: you and say, hey, there's another done. fight for you. No, I'm done. They always try to get me to get back in the ring with the call for exhibition, I'm done. I so didn't they,
0: want to do
3: this before. Would, would I didn't they want to ever, do this before. No doubt, would they ever are be- you, Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want, I don't want. like I tell you, I, I didn't want to do this before. one for Mazdal being who he is. Yes. And Pettis being who he is. Mm-hmm. And they've been, they being meaning so much to both of those guys. And Pettis being a legend of himself at 155 in the MMA. It wouldn't make sense, but so because I wanted to fight Amazon Phil for so long, and I wanted to get in there with one of those guys just to see one time how it was. Yeah. Uh, when it came like this, it's like how could you say no? That's uh, true. And and I wanted to find out was I still healthy enough to do this.
1: Yeah. Right, now, especially hey, coming hey,
2: after, coming hey, off of nah, Rabdo and beating him. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: Roy is fighting on April Fool's Day, so after he wins, he's going to say, Barack, April <laughs> oh, Fool's, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Nah. again. Nah, you nah, you nah might not do that. that. All right, so nah, listen, is there nah. anybody in your career that
2: you say, damn, I, I would like to have had that rematch?
3: I mean, come on, man. Anybody anybody I lost to, I would love to have fought again. Three mm-hmm. I still be fighting on that's just who I was. So, I mean... More, any, you know, any one more than others? No, no one more than others. I just don't, okay. I don't like to lose. I mean, I'm yeah, more yeah. than one I don't like to lose. So, anybody I lost, I want that back. Off the say, There ain't no one, no different, no other. L is the heir to me. You beat me, I want the back. <laughs> and I know someone will pay my prime and shouldn't shit. But still, L is the air. to me. If you beat me, I want the game. You know what I'm saying? That's just who I am. Right.
1: Roy, I like to ask fighters, uh, so, some guests this, just to get a, a drift of of how you feel about other fighters, right? This is a scenario. Roy Jones is walking out of a bar late night. There's 10, 15 dudes there. They're about to jump you, but you can only pick three fighters to help you get out of that situation. Three guys. Who are you picking? Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, and Lennox Lewis. Whoa, ho- ho- ho. three giants, heavy hitters. That, 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 that those are good picks. You can't, we, got, over we that. need, we need, we need, hey, we need knockouts. We ain't trying to play these, dude. We got a goat. Damn, they, boy, they you sound,
2: sound like you was in this, you sound like you was
1: in this, uh, kind of position. But, but Roy, before, but Roy, right? Roy, Roy, I like that answer, but I really wanted to know about active fighters today because I want to know how you feel about this generation of fighters. What three guys Crawford, today? Uh oh, Crawford,
3: Jared Crawford, Tank Davis, and um. David going to be there. Oh, I like that. I like all three of those. Those guys
1: going to feel good about that one.
3: (laughs) That's That's the one that you know. Yeah, 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 no doubt. All right, so as it... There are some guys guys that I train that I know that I would probably pick them three first because I know them like that, like that, like that. Right, right, right. But boxing-wise, because you try boxing on the scene, that's probably who I go with.
1: Gotcha. Hey, listen. As a fighter, you've obviously accomplished everything a fighter can. Um, as a trainer, Roy, what 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 would you feel satisfied with doing, uh, with, to the point where you'll say, "Okay, I reached this goal as a trainer."
3: Well, I want to get somebody I started very young, young in their career, and go make him become a world champion. If I can raise a world champion that I trained, not that somebody else got halfway there, not right. somebody else trained and got him to no, 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 somebody that I started as a professional and got him to be a world champion, then I did it. Until are you, happens, your, I have are, are you are
1: are you in the midst of that now?
3: Like, are you trying
1: yes, to find so, young talent? Without
3: without a question, I have a lot of young talent. It's just a matter of, a matter of them getting there. And I also wow. have a, a couple of guys that are a little bit older that I started working with late, but I think they have a great chance to get there as well. Mm. You know, you know, Roy.
2: I've seen you do so much. You know, you play other sports. You you was in movies. And I saw you in The Matrix. I was like, Roy in The Matrix. You know, you had so many other opportunities. Did you know when you was in your prime and you was boxing, did you know that one day I'm going to be a trainer? Did you that even cross your mind? And, and if not, nope. when did it start?
3: Well, it didn't even really cross my mind because I didn't know if I'd have the patience to deal with guys for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But uh, it started back when I was boxing because, to be honest with you, and this is no lie, I know it's going to sound funny, but when I was boxing, I had a few guys that were underneath their fault. Derek Smogana, uh, Lenny Nelson, uh, Keon Bussie, Gabe Brown. They had quite a few of them, right? Mm-hmm. If those, if I kept that whole team around me the whole time, where I could consistently train them in the gym while I'm training and watch them, I probably never would have lost. Because they kept me on my P's and cues as to what Damn. I was supposed to do and what I was not supposed to do because I watched them and I was still near behind about doing the right thing. And when I tell them about doing the right thing, it just reminded me of the right thing to do. You understand me? Wow. So, right. so it's like people don't understand that. And the people probably never would understand that. But when you have guys around you that you treat, that know what you teach, and you teach them to on a daily basis, it just constantly reminds you of what to do. Wow. That's all the only reason the fight don't bother me right now. because I'm telling you guys what mentally like I got to do I had a kid, Abdul, Abdul Khan, Ameri Khan's cousin, fighting uh-huh. by Saturday night, right? Yeah. In the back, in the back, I was te- teaching him, getting him things, and I told him three things in the back that we probably had never went over before. One of those three things is what led to his knockout of the best opponent he's ever fought. Wow. One of them three mm-hmm. things. That's how quick that's how short my mind gets. And yeah. it, 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 what's so funny, is, and this is going to tip you a lot too, this is what bothers me bad. This is why I have a hard time with boxing. When I'm training guys, when I get to the locker room, the night of the fight, a different person comes on. Mm. You understand me? I started teaching them stuff that I may have not even thought about the whole time with the attention. I started yeah, yeah. saying- So, you, so you're them, last minute said, with it, last minute. No, 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 no! <laughs> not last minute, it's a it's a switch flip. When it gets okay. to fight mode, it's a whole new switch come on. That's a yeah. whole new variety of things. Things happen different with my mind with to fight mode. You right. understand me? And it's crazy. And what's bad about this is, I got to try to keep it cool because I love boxing. I know I'm 54 years old, so I can't go out there Thinking I can go do it, I used to when I was a young man. Yeah. Right. but two days ago, before his fight, my switch came on. I yeah. said, "Oh, uh-huh. shut!" I got scared for myself because my <laughs> switch kicked in. My switch right. said, "Okay, you about to fight me? You understand? What I'm coming from when that switch right. kick in? Right. I'm a different person. I'm a different animal. You understand right. me? I was like, wow, I didn't look. So, I didn't think this could even
1: happen no more.' So, so thinking, it's almost, you know? it's almost like the trainer is going in there as a fighter too. So that's yes. a good corner to have. Like, yes, it's exactly. like tag team. <laughs> exactly. Damn, wow. that's crazy. Yeah, listen, yeah. um, you mentioned Tank, Roy, um, and, and and I'm assuming that you're favoring Tank in a Ryan Garcia fight. But I want to ask you, if Ryan came up to you right now and said, Roy, what do I have to do to beat Tank? What would your advice be? I'm not going to tell you that because that's
3: not fair for me to one of them. But I think right. it's a good even fight, you know, to be honest with you. And I think Ryan actually has a very good chance earlier in that fight to win. It. I'm not saying I think Ryan will beat Tank because I said that. I'm saying Tank because I know what Tank got up here, too. And I know what right. Tank got up here. You know what I mean? So I said Tank because I know Tank doable. up. Pitbull made me figure out who Tank really is. Pitbull yeah. made Tank <laughs> fight. You know what I'm saying? I'm And not, you don't see that with a lot of guys. Most guys, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. that guy that dropped uh, Ryan over there and you can't make a different fight. So mm. they both have shown they can get up and fight. You know what I'm saying? It Ryan, I mean, uh, Tank ain't been down, but Pitbull was getting them all they want, and this guy put put Ryan down, and Ryan got up and still got him out of there. So both yeah. of those guys have what it take. do won't get me wrong. I'm just saying that if you said coming out of a bar, it'll be more me and Tank, or me and those guys that I mentioned would we'll probably be in the same area, and that's right. why I so chose those guys. That don't mean I said the Tank won't beat Ryan. That's going to be a right. tough fight for both of those guys. going to get it wrong. So both of those guys have keys to victory, I think for Tank, he got to go out and get past Ryan's early on-float, take Ryan down, and around, down the line a little bit, where he can start really landing good punches on Ryan without it being so risky. Then mm-hmm. he takes Ryan. I think then he got a better chance because we, we know that Ryan has been down. But right. for Ryan, Ryan got to start early and try to see if he can put damage on Tank before the 6th, 7th, 8th round because if he can mm-hmm. damage Tank early, then it'll be better for him going into the long run of the fight. So that's why I, th- I won't tell you about one guy. i tell you what I think about both of them because it's not fair for me to tell you what one guy would do when I think both of them are great fighters. I'm so happy for those two guys. And I'm happy for Devin Haney because he's not ducking. He's going to fight Loma Chico. You understand know what right. what me? I, mean? mm-hmm. I want to see these guys start setting up and fighting the best fighters. Ryan and Tank are fighting the best available fighters they can fight right now. I love it. Can you make it. predictions yeah, uh, in those whose fights Can you give a make, I ain't, ain't, ain't making no <laughs> predictions because I like all four of the fighters too well. You feel me? I got like, you. This I, is got you. This I understand. To in, in boxing, you got to realize, I'm a legend in boxing. It's not mm-hmm. good for me to pick five because I'm right. trying to inspire everybody. I want right. guys to fight guys. You know what I mean? Right. I know the, the, the kid in uh, Dallas, he don't like me because I said I thought the other kid may have a chance to beat him because I saw, I saw Bud Crawford more than I saw So I know what Bud, Bud Crawford is. I don't know exactly exactly what Earl is because I didn't commentate Earl fight like I commentated Terrence fight. So, yeah, I do know know what Terrence is. Now, with Earl coming in and being hurt by Uber, which Uber called a bad shot, but he did hurt him. Well, yeah, I was going to lean toward Terrence Crawford just because of the fact. But when I pick these guys get angry at me because they all look up to me when I say, Day, exactly. I pick another guy, you know, it's bad. So I, I got to stop picking, you know what I'm saying? I, I got. I, I already killed. Totally nobody really thinking me. Really, for real, for real, if I take that's my mind. But at the same time, when you are a guy that went out and laid the foundation, you got to kind of be careful <laughs> how you move. You know what I mean? And if you Yeah, talk yeah, I mean, it, like, like you said,
1: guys, it. you know, look up to you so much. It means exactly, the world to exactly, them if, you exactly, know, what you say exactly, about them. So I get that. I respect
3: You got to take both. So I got to take both sides of it. You feel me? Come from? But I applaud yeah. both sides of them for fighting. Because that's the wrong boxer now. We're going fight the best against the best. Now I applaud Devin for doing the same thing. He said, right. get what y'all think. Now, who y'all want me to fight? Logan Chico? Okay, I'll take him. Again. That's yeah. a big thing to me. So I'm glad mm-hmm. to see these guys will step up to the plate and do what they ought to be doing in boxing because that's what Roy Jones stood for when he was fighting. Let's be right. best. Amen. Y'all must have forgot.
1: No, nah, <laughs> no, nah, we, we didn't. know. forgot. I,
3: I, 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 respe- I respect. I respect.
2: I definitely respect you for that. Uh, being the inspiration that you are, that that shows a lot of maturity, wisdom, and love. Now, this fight with Anthony Pettis, when you envision it, do you envision stopping him or just outboxing
3: him? I kind of really want to just outbox him, but if you got to get out of hand, I got to get him out of there because if I feel like <laughs> I might not be able to keep up with him. I got to get him out of there. But if <laughs> if I can boxing box and just have a good time boxing and you know just. Be smart enough to outmaneuver him, which I should be able to do. Yeah. Although right. I am 54 years old, if mm-hmm. I feel my wind getting better or something, I got to go turn it up. But if not, I should be
1: cool. All right. All right. We're going to play this standing eight uh, real quick before we get out of here, Roy. We're going to shoot eight rapid-fire questions. You got to answer them right away. First thing that comes to your mind. I'll All right? try. All right. <laughs> just, I'll go. try. <laughs> All right. I'll set it off. First one, who would you rather pick? Arturo Gatti, Diego Corrales. Arturo Gatti.
3: Who's the most underrated fighter? That's a hard one to shake. That's a oh, Roberta Durant.
1: Mm. Mm. Roy, if you can only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what song would it be? Uh, gotta be the g by Scarface. Oh, snap. Okay, who's the fat
2: besides yourself, who's the fastest puncher in boxing?
3: Uh, Gary Russell's dream. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Who's the most overrated fighter of all time? Of all time? Yeah. That's a hard question to
3: ask. Uh, I don't know that one.
1: Okay, (laughs) Okay, fast. All right, who's the best body puncher? Uh, Mike McCallum. Best Puerto Rican fighter out out of these two, Tito Trinidad, Miguel Cotto.
3: Uh, I got to take Tito Trinidad. Mm.
2: There you go. Okay, worst defense ever.
3: In boxing? Yep. Uh, Body chairs. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there you yeah, have it. It's funny. That was a funny one. There you have it. Now that's the standard eight, Roy Jones. Look, Roy, uh, if we if we didn't have to go to London for AJ Franklin, we would have definitely been there to watch you um on the first. So good luck on April 1st and uh we'll talk to you soon, champ.
3: And, and I know y'all be there in spirit, so it's all good. No so, doubt. Thank you, oh, bro All right, all right yeah. take care.
1: Look, Barack. If time permits, it, I'm gonna try to grab my phone, man, uh, over in London and watch this Roy Jones fight just just for GP. I gotta do it.
2: I don't know. That time difference is is kind of crazy. You're talking about five hour difference. i not just being a kid, but nowadays our main events in America start at eleven o'clock at least. You know, the earliest is eleven o'clock. So you're talking about four o'clock in the morning in the UK. Those are some real fans stayed up to watch the Mike Tyson fights and. Lloyd Mayweather, and incredible. So I, don't, I don't. I know I love boxing, but I don't know. I need a little. Well, the sleep. reason
1: why we might not be able to watch the fight, man, we're gonna be busy because guess what? Anthony Joshua's fighting Mr. Franklin, a not a to a not tune-up fight. I like to call it a real fight, a real mm-hmm. threat. Um, but under new tutelage of Mr. Derek James, I'm excited about this one. Well, hell yeah! I mean, this is the
2: thing—he's never really taken a tune-up fight since he got to this level, you know. So, and this is a good fight, and and people know it. That's what I love about this. Like, people who are paying attention to paying attention to the sport—you don't need to know the name Jermaine Franklin. You just got to see his last fight. That's it, and you know that this guy went toe to toe with with Dillian White, and some people were even saying that he won. So, mm-hmm. but Styles make fights. So it's going to be interesting no matter what. It's going to be interesting because I know he's training differently with Derek James. I know Derek James wanted to bring out some things he's seen in him. I can't wait to see if there's a difference with Anthony Joshua.
1: Mm. Neither can I. Well, look, man, we can't get out of here without me really driving our producer Josh crazy uh, with one of my debates. Uh, There's something that he does that is really annoying, really disgusting, and I need to share you, uh, share with you guys what it is. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back so I can punish Josh. Don't you move.
3: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got
0: all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
1: All right, we're back. Uh, I think this is everybody's favorite part of the, uh, podcast for sure it's back out of here we we bring any any part that has josh's voice does not help right yes it's fun for me because it's like me beating on a speed bag you know when he comes with his (laughs) foolish statements and i punish him for more like a slow bag (laughs) (laughs) josh please embarrass yourself come on
0: you know it's hilarious too. It's been a while since we've got one of those um Ak bringing us back or introducing something with a cough right before like all right we're back. I do love that. <laughs> Only thing better is if he did that in a restaurant. All right, Barack, what what I realized oh being with Ock on a, on the trip to California is mm-hmm. A, I've never seen one glued to their phone more than more than Ak, including an Instagram influencer. And B, we literally disagree on everything in life other than Actually, no, not even boxing. We disagree on everything. So we're just going to start bringing some of these disagreements to the podcast. This week's disagreement, I'm going to ask you a simple question, and I have no doubt Ak is going to interject before you can even give your take and throw (laughs) 900 things at you. Simple question, though, Barack, that we disagree Is leaving an honest, bad, critical Yelp or Google review for a business a bad thing to do?
2: You said two words. You said honest and then you said bad. So, this tells me that you're the one that was leaving the, the, the Yelp review because you said honest first. Right. So, and, and probably Ak was like, yo, why are you leaving a bad review? Were you trying to get the person fired? Like, what are you doing? So, I can definitely see both sides. I can understand having a bad experience at a restaurant, but I, I've never had such a bad experience that I want to get someone in trouble yeah that well, I want that, that I want the ups at a restaurant to know he, he, you know
0: it what? doesn't even have to be that bad for Josh Ox says it's wrong because everyone's trying to make a living and yada yada I say if I leave an honest bad review that might save another customer from dealing with the same
2: I'm I'm it, not saying I'm not I'm sorry to cut you off I'm not saying that it's wrong because there has to be instances where there you go. it needs to be done it's there for a reason it's there to to, to not if you just think about getting the person in trouble then you're never going to want
1: to do it but it's also there to make the company a better company Josh Listen, is the Zorro of yoke. we gave you guys a little treat man this is um, some non-boxing talk hope you none of you out there are leaving bad reviews you know why it's non-boxing talk because Josh is a non-boxing guy
2: he doesn't know nothing about boxing That's so he got to talk about other stuff
1: yeah. alright look we're out of here man great show hope you guys enjoy peace and love